0: Your views, your news, your limerick today, with Joe Mesh on Live 95.
1: Have your Call us now on 46-1995. Limerick!
0: I'm moving in. I hear it and I know what's the butler doing. It's pulling me it I'll
1: be in your head all
0: weekend. Don't say oh, okay. love if that's not what you're chasing. Well, if it's on your list, I don't give a damn. 'Cause even if it kills me, that's the girl I ever talked to told me the biggest hits live here. Live 95's hit mix You're so convincing Weekday evenings from 8
2: The Opel Open Road event is now on Discover the incredible Opel range Including Continental Tyres, Irish Compact Car of the Year 2023 The Opel Astra And if you order before December 15th Get a 500 euro Aldi voucher with your new Astra, Corsa, Mocha or Grandland All available with flexible payment options Test drive the entire Opel range now at the Opel Open Road event Now on at Dennehy Motors Opal, Limerick. See Opal.ie for details.
0: Hey Matt, you're our favourite customer. And so are you, Neve. Oh right, you're all our favourite. That's why new and existing Vodafone broadband customers get the same price. You can now pay just €40 a month and your bill won't double at the end of your contract. So everyone gets a fair price. Find out more at Vodafone.ie forward slash broadband. Vodafone, together we can. Subject to signing up to Vodafone Home 500-Megabit Fibre Broadband 12-month minimum contract. Price subject to annual price adjustment of CPI plus 3% each April. For terms, see Vodafone.ie forward slash terms. Have you noticed that you or a loved one experience cardiac symptoms like chest pain, palpitations, or shortness of breath? Galway Clinic has a new acute cardiac assessment service that's available to anyone with these sorts of symptoms. You don't need an appointment to speak to our consultant-led specialist team. Don't delay. Call us today on 1-800-240-999. Check website for opening hours. Put your heart in our hands. Blackrock Health. Better together.
2: Have you lost the sound of conversations in cafes or your favorite tunes or American accents on the telly? Hi, I'm Amy, your expert audiologist at Specsavers Limerick, and I can help you find your lost sounds. And you can get free hearing aids up to €1,000 with PRSI. It's easy to claim, so book an appointment online. Why miss
1: out? Your views, your news, your Limerick Today. Limerick Today, Limerick today with Jonas Nash. Sch-
2: Now we are talking about uh, the National Menopause Summit. Uh, our producer Anne Marie attended it last week, and we also heard before the break from Taryn Trainer from the Trade Union Unite. As I mentioned, Claire Flynn is Limerick, Clare, and North Tipperary Development Officer and National Lead on the Menopause Project with Mental Health Ireland. And you're welcome, Claire. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Um, David has a question uh, here on 0861239595 saying, can someone not just take sick leave? Why does it have to be specifically m- menopausal leave or menstrual leave or whatever? What about sick leave itself? What would you say?
0: Well, I would say that like menopause itself is not an illness, but sometimes the symptoms of menopause, you know, can cause a person to feel unwell or to experience pain or or other issues that might be going on for them. So in menopause in the itself is not an illness, but the impact the symptoms can have on a person's life, though, can be sometimes life-changing. You know, so allowing that extra time for a person, and it might necessarily be because the person is experiencing the symptoms, it might be because they need to attend extra consultations with the with consultants or with their GP or other clinic to try and support them through that. So if you think about anybody who might be going through something that's really affecting their life, you know, the way they live or how they feel, you know, then giving them the extra time where they can get the support to get through that would be very important. Uh, you know, sick leave, as I said, because it's not an illness, I wouldn't think sick leave would necessarily cover it. But the fact that it's not really recognised by many uh, employers or people anyway would mean that maybe, you know, even asking for sick leave could be quite, you know, it carries a double stigma, I think, menopause. It carries the stigma of people talking about it, people can find it, women can find it very difficult to actually open up about it, to... To close friends or family let alone as as your previous guest said they're walking up to your employer and saying it you know it can carry that stigma and then for anyone who maybe it has the double uh, impact of maybe having a mental health impact as well you know the stigma around talking about mental health show it's really really difficult you know so speaking like that can be really hard when an employer has a space and has expressed that we are open to talking about the menopause by introducing a policy or by giving uh, menopause leave then it's around the women in their workforce to feel they can speak openly can ask for support from their employer around what they're going through
2: yeah and it does seem that a big part of this is the lack of education the lack of knowledge of menopause and yes. its symptoms uh, you know that can apply absolutely to men but it can also apply to some degree to women who are even going through it right Absolutely,
0: there's been a couple of studies done and nearly every study that I've read about the women of Ireland where the first place to go to get information is the internet. And while the internet can be good, we all understand the dangers of Dr. Google. You know, so, you know, trying to get correct information for women so that they can understand what's happening for them. And like that, there could be inconsistency then amongst GPs as well. So even if a woman does go to her GP, how much information or education the GP has had around menopause can be it can vary quite widely between GPs, so uh, to a lot of those studies that I've spoken about the majority of women had said they felt terrible loneliness and isolation around experiencing menopausal symptoms and partly because they couldn't get information they didn't understand what was happening and you know they felt like they were the only one who was maybe experiencing it in this way and also feeling a bit, I should be just able to get through it, I should be able to manage it you know, so many people have gone through it before me, but that's not necessarily the case but that's the impact it's having on women's Ideas around what they should be doing and where and how they can support themselves. The information is really, really lacking.
2: Yeah, and then of course, there are no simple answers, are there? Even things around HRT, for example, it has lots of pluses, but some people are concerned about the minuses.
0: Absolutely, and it can really, really depend on the person, you know, what other things they may have going on, because sometimes menopause might not be the only thing that's going on for a person, there's so many other issues to look at. Some women end up in early menopause through surgical interventions or through cancer treatments, for example. So, you know, to look after those women and get them the best treatment that will support them through, you know, their menopause and the other symptoms or whatever else they're going through is really important. That's what the complex menopause clinics will look at though. So if anyone is going through something like that, Asking their GP to refer them to the complex menopause clinic. That will be where they will look at everything okay. that's going on for the woman and, and help her to find the best treatment that will suit her.
2: And, and how many of those would be in the Limerick region, for example?
0: There's one in Nina, um, in Nina General Hospital, and you you can only get there through referral and um, through your GP. Now, it doesn't necessarily it isn't necessarily only around anyone who maybe is going through a cancer treatment. If a woman maybe has issues around a heart condition or other conditions or an autoimmune disease or any other number of things that could be going on, her mental health as well, for example, I, I can ask for a referral to the complex clinic.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I, and then the, the as national lead on the Menopause Project with Mental Health Ireland, Claire, I mean, what's that about?
0: So we, because of a cup, we had a webinar a couple of years ago around the menopause because I wanted to, from my own personal experience, And the lack of information that I found around my own personal experience and from that then you know it really we started reading into a lot of different things that were going on and one report came out particularly this year between the office of mental health engagement and mental health reform and that found again that you know the lack of information for women around the menopause but also around the impact it could have on mental health or women who are already living with a mental health uh, condition and the impact menopause could have on it so there was such a lack of information So Mental Health Ireland decided to produce, we produced these very uh, small information booklets. We decided to co-produce one of those around menopause and mental health that anyone could access. And we launched last week in Limerick.
2: Right, very good. Um, well that's Claire Flynn uh, who is Limerick Claire and North Tip Development Officer and National Lead on the Menopause Project with Mental Health Ireland and MEP Grace O'Sullivan is also with us. Hi Grace, good morning to you and I know you organised an event recently, The Cost of Being a Woman.
1: That's right, Joe. Um, so I uh, organised an event in the Rivoli Hotel in Cork last week. Um, and it was just looking at the, the, all the additional costs that women uh, bear. Um, uh, but it, more than that, Joe, it was really kind of uh, opening the conversation on um, women and public health. I'm on the Public Health Committee here in the European Parliament um, and just uh, talking about uh, women's issues um and exactly like claire was saying you know the, the lack of information and um, the in the past very much uh the inability to communicate because of the stigmas attached so the whole uh, my uh, objective was really to to really empower women to uh, feel confident and to share information because I genuinely feel if we share information then we can also learn from each other.
2: I mean there's another key point here uh, and that is that even if people think they're not in the age range or the gender that they have to think about menopause directly although as we heard from Marie, it can happen much earlier than uh, people anticipate. um, The reality is you are likely to have someone in your life at any moment, who is going through this?
1: Yeah. Exactly, I remember years ago my sister saying to, uh, to me talking to me about the perimenopausal uh, phase and um, that was kind of addressed earlier you know people uh, women in the in their thirties coming into the pre phase then you have the menopause and then you have the post menopause phase, so you know I think that's the conversation that is needed that um that we learn to understand um the different phases of being a woman and and what to expect and then when we we have something. When we can expect it, then we can prepare for it. I think one of the speakers talked about managing menopause. So, you know, it's that kind of preparing. Um, I suppose my job is really um, the kind of proactively promoting uh, women's health here. Uh, in, in Ireland and in the European Parliament. And today now we are launching a women's health interest group here in the Parliament. And that, again, is to look at how we can legislate. So how we can uh, um, put uh, the women's issues into the legislation that we're aware in terms of policy making, legislating. Actually, uh, Taryn was saying about paid leave uh, for um, uh, menstruation in Spain. And that's true. That is... Um, that does happen. Um, so, you know, maybe, uh, you know, opening the conversation, making sure that all of our legislation uh, recognizes the, um, the different uh, stages of yeah. uh, women's what, lives what, and that it's incorporated as we move forward.
2: Right. And we had a brilliant expert on a few months ago who was pointing out that menopause does not actually end, you know, that it, it's something that you deal with uh, for the rest of your life. Uh, well, thank you very much to Grace O'Sullivan, MEP, and when you think about pan-European issues, you can't think of uh, one uh, that uh, would sit better than this one, and uh, Claire Flynn, uh, Tarrant Trainer, thank you, and also to our producer, Anne-Marie. Your views,
0: your news, your Limerick Today, with Joe Nash on Live 95.